Welcome into another Red Out podcast. Hope you all had a nice Thanksgiving break, and now you're over your trip to fans. So uh, we're going to talk some WKU sports and do the uh, social media thing and like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate all your support. Uh, so buckle in. Here we go. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you'd like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. We appreciate your support. Um, and if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash redout. And you not only save yourself 10% on the first month, but you also help us out as well. So if you would, go to them. And, um, uh, and you can always do the YouTube and social media pleasantries by like, sharing, and subscribing. It'll help us out. Um, it'll help fight the YouTube demonetization, um, which we've kind of gotten smacked a little bit with that, but, uh, your support uh, always helps. Yeah. Or just, it's just, um, to go to behind the scenes a little bit, numbers have just dropped, um, some, so don't want to, you know, freak anybody out, but you know, it's just one of those things. It's just on YouTube though. It's not any other podcasting stuff. So, uh, but anyway, Matt, did you have a good Thanksgiving, bud? I did, man. It was good catching up with family. My sister was back in town. It was nice. So cool, cool. cool. What about you, buddy? What y'all do? Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a, um, what I would describe as a redneck Christmas vacation style uh, giving. Um, well, the reason I say that is, is like, like my mother and brother had a civil discussion over where it should be to start off with. <laughs> And um, discussion. Um, yes, yes. My brother's well, my brother's got a newborn and they literally live like a minute away from each other. So it doesn't matter to me. It was just easier for the baby just to have him at home instead of at grandma's house. So it's like, I don't care. Y'all just tell me where. <laughs> and so like literally we pulled in. Of course, we got there early because, as you know, and our listeners know, um, when you have kids, there is no set time to leave for things. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like if you have to be there at noon, you know, like I will tell my wife to start getting ready, you know, I'll be like, Hey, you know, we need to be out the door by nine, even if it takes 10 minutes to get somewhere. And we got to be there by noon because I know that no matter what happens, we will not be going that way by, you know, by nine o'clock. So we got down there, you know, a little early from when we said we we're going to eat, but I thought, you know, it'd be a good time for my, for my daughter, Abby, to see her cousin, Noah. Um, and like, as soon as we walk in the door, 
you know, my brother was like, you know, he's on the phone. He's like, what's going on? Where's he at? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Um, and so he runs out the door. So I asked his wife, I was like, what's going on? He's like, she's like, Oh, we got a poacher. I was like, a what? And he's po- somebody's poaching. Uh, apparently somebody had driven by and saw a deer in their neighbor's field and took a shot at it. Oh, and then, and then they came back to try and get the uh, deer's antlers. And so the neighbor who's like in his eighties was chasing, chased the dude halfway to Scottsville and called the game warden. And it was uh, like I said, it's like a, it was like a Christmas vacation on Thanksgiving. Like if I, if this was a movie, everybody'd be like, yeah, this is, this would never happen. But yeah. So it's kind of like Christmas vacation with grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Yes. Yes. Basically. (laughs) But I mean, other than that, like everything else was fine. Um, you know, it, it was, it was fun. It was okay. Um, so we had a nice, uh, nice break. It was great. It was fine. It was, uh, you know, I mean, we it, had, we had Thanksgiving. It, yeah. We ate How about that. We ate food <laughs> that wasn't, you know, just totally destroyed or anything. So it was fun. Um, and of course, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, Hilltopper news going on. So, uh, Western girls did amazing as we expected in the conference USA tournament so there's that um they ended up we won that tournament right yes <laughs> yeah we won well I, I assumed we did but i didn't want to assume um and i really haven't had a lot of show prep so um yeah women's volleyball won won the conference championship they won three sets to nil against uh new mexico state so suck it mexican new mexico state Oh, whatever your mascot okay. is. What's that would be careful. People might get offended. What is their mascot? They're the uh, Lobos. I was going to say the Hokies, but okay. Yeah, that's another <laughs> good guess. But they're the they're the Lobos. The Lobos. Okay. Their well, logo is a dude with a. It looks a, like a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a Mexican cowboy. I wasn't saying Mexican, but okay. I mean, I mean, he's got like the he's got like the handlebar mustache with the, um, like with the. Oh, so you're just you're assuming that all Hispanic people have handlebar mustaches? Okay, I see where you're going. Okay, wow. Okay, well, you're the one that said you're the one that said congratulations Mexico to start with. Okay, so I mean, you know, for <laughs> I know that they're two separate places. Obviously, New Mexico is new. So there's that. And Mexico is old. Right. (laughs) There's a geography lesson for the (laughs) for the week. If anybody has been listening for any amount of time, they know that I have no idea about like cities or anything like that. Unless I've studied it like because I I believe I had this discussion with a listener about Tijuana and, and um what was the one uh, right across from El Paso? Is that Tijuana or is that the? Uh, I don't even remember now. I've completely is, forgotten. Is it Juarez? Maybe it is Juarez. I don't remember. I know there's one right across from El Paso. So, uh, but anyway, we're talking volleyball. So, Western obviously uh, winning Conference USA is going into the NCAA tournament starting Friday, December first. Uh, we'll be down in Knoxville, and our first round opponent is Coastal Carolina. 
and then our, and then later that day, um, I'll put this in our show notes just so we have it. But uh, later that day, uh, we will play the winner of Tennessee versus High Point. Uh, Tennessee is, I'm assuming, number twelve in the nation. Uh, so, yeah, they're a they're a three seed in that region. So they're okay. So, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We will play them on Saturday. I was I've yeah, misread that. Tennessee will play High Point at five thirty. So, mm-hmm. okay, makes more sense. Um, and then, of course, Western will play the winner of that match um, on Saturday. And, of course, if you're down that way or if you're traveling with the team or traveling and wanting to follow the team, uh, you can purchase tickets through the Tennessee Athletics. Uh, all seating is general admission, and tickets start at $5 for a match. Parking is free. So congratulations on that. Um, looks like <laughs> Coastal Carolina will lead leads the series against Western 1-0. to zero. Uh, the last meeting was in was when we played them in Richmond, Virginia, in 1995, and we lost three to one. Oh Lord! Okay, well, so I was like in like second was... or third grade then, I think. <laughs> second or third grade, man! Dang, I was yeah. kind of well. I'm got a couple years on you, so oh, that's true. I'm born in '87, so you're old. I am old. I've got the gray hair to prove it. Um, <laughs> but yes, so. Uh, so volleyball is doing really well, Matt. What are your thoughts about volleyball so far? Yeah, well, first of all, I feel like just in general, this episode, I wanted to make sure that we highlight some of these other sports because volleyball is one a that people are really starting to care about. Um, you know, Western volleyball has had multiple matches with thousands of people uh, in attendance, and um, you know, when we had the NCAA tournament, I think we had like fifty five hundred people in Diddle, which was incredible, and it was loud in there and it was awesome. And so I think people care about volleyball. Um, the, the second thing is that um, they showed a lot of grit in the conference USA championship. Um, you know, they were honestly like, like they swept Jacksonville state who was the eight seed. No problem. It wasn't that, uh, that interesting to be honest, but UTEP is a, a quality team, um, probably one of the bigger threats to, to upset us. And, they nearly did. WKU started out up to nothing, played okay in those first two sets, but the next two sets were absolutely terrible. I mean, they couldn't put, they couldn't serve the ball almost. It was, it was just rough, and it was one of the, it was about as bad as they could possibly play. And then they come out in the fifth set, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, all the momentum's with UTEP. They're really going to have to buckle down, and they just absolutely smashed them in the second set. I think it was at one point it was like 13 to two or something. Um, and they go to 15. And so it ended up that they just completely were, they made a huge statement to me like, Hey, we're still, we're still the big dog and we can turn it on when we need to. And they just absolutely just mowed through UTEP. I think UTEP got the first point and then WK, you got the next like 10. Um, and it was over. And um, so it was really impressive. And then um, against New Mexico State, um, they battled some, but it 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 was it was a three zero sweep, and it was just nice to see Travis Hudson continuing to um, just build his legacy even more. And I'm really excited for this year because honestly, um, a they've redone the seeding so that WKU is actually a six seed. It's almost like kind of like the the men's tournament or women's tournament or whatever in basketball where you have people that are seated um, 
in this case, it's down to eight. So in each bracket, they're seeded down to eight, and Western is a six seed, so they play Tennessee, who's a three seed, and it's more like a three-six matchup in the round of thirty-two, um, like it should be. Before they only had the top sixteen seeds um, seeded, and those are the ones that that hosted. Um, and then you had like kind of a crapshoot of who else was in each region. And sometimes it wasn't very fair. And so I think Western got seeded correctly. You know, we were number twenty-one in the country. We got a six seed. That's about right. That's exactly right if we we're number 21 in the country. Um, <clears throat> and so Tennessee, I think, is also um, a team that we could possibly take advantage of. Um, I also think that the volleyball team this year has some size, which is nice. We haven't had a ton of size, and we actually have a few girls that are are much taller than some and can actually be effective, um, much taller and effective than some of the other teams that we've had. And so – I'm really excited to see how they do. They may, you know what, they may lose first round. I don't know. But Coastal Carolina um, is a solid opponent. I mean, they have the um, Sunbelt Player of the Year. Apparently, Devin, I, I, I doubt you noticed this, but the Sunbelt actually had four teams in in volleyball in the wow. tournament. Yeah, so wow. that shocked me. Um, but Coastal's one of them. And so really strong volleyball conference this year. And Coastal happened to be one of the teams. And, um, you know, they have the player of the year. And uh, she's the conference player of the year and the offensive player of the year both. Um, so really good player um, and and pretty good, I mean, really good team. But Western should probably handle Coastal Carolina. And then Tennessee, you know, I, I view it as obviously Tennessee's the favorite, but Western has had plenty of times that they've shown that they can hang with anyone in the nation. And um, I'm interested to see how they do against Tennessee. And um, I, I feel like it's as good of a year as any that they could actually make it to the Sweet 16 and maybe try to uh, make make new school history and go farther than the Sweet 16. So I, I, I think it's super I think, exciting. Well, I, I think, I mean – not really throwing out a prediction here, but I think Western has a chance to uh, do well. Um, I think we'll make it. Um, let's see. We'll win this round. And I think, I think we'll make, uh, we'll be playing Tennessee in the next round. And we'll just, uh, I mean, I'm hoping for an upset. I'd love to see Western make it to the sweet 16 and definitely cause some. Oh, come on now. Don't do that. <laughs> there we go. Cause some emotional damage with Tennessee. Um, so, you know, it would be really awesome. And then, you know, the girls could come back and go. That played a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> what, what did you play? I didn't even hear anything. Oh, you didn't hear it? Sorry. No. Did it, did it play? <laughs> You really didn't hear it that time either? Wow. I didn't hear okay. anything, man. It's just silence. Okay. Uh, well, sorry. anyway. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. So, Western, um, I, I'm hoping women, uh, the volleyball team will do well. Um, they've they've always been on the cusp of greatness. And, I mean, it's – I mean, we've said this many, many times on the podcast that if, if any other sport had the uh, – the, 
success that volleyball has had that Western, you know, Western would be on the map. Um, you know, as far as, you know, if football had this success, you know, we would be like a TCU at this point. I mean, I, I mean, that's the, the an analogy that I'm thinking of right now. Um, you know, because we're, we're on, volleyball is on the cusp of having a breakout and it's fun to see their success. And I'm hoping that, you know, they will have some luck and some things will go their way. And like you said, we've got the girls in the right spots. We've got the right coach. Um, and I think, you know, Western could definitely dominate Tennessee. Um, I know we're what nine spots down rankings wise, but, um, you know, the uh, system's rigged. So there's that. There we go. <laughs> well, yeah, I was looking at Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee obviously deserves some respect. They, the oh, women, of course. They have four losses on the year. They lost to Wisconsin, who's like a national uh, number one seed um, in five sets. So that's impressive alone. They lost to Kentucky, but they also beat Kentucky. So they, they split with Kentucky this year. They lost to Arkansas. Western played Arkansas and also lost. I think it, I can't remember if it was three to two Western, but they lost three to one to Arkansas, and then they lost to South Carolina at the end of the year, um, which I believe I don't know if that was in the tournament or what. Um, but anyway, that that seems like kind of out of the norm. But it was the very last match that they played. So do they take in negative momentum? Um, I don't know, but, um, I'm interested to see how it all shakes out. And I think people, I just hope people tune in and pay attention. It's Friday at three 30 central. And if the tops win, then Saturday, um, and the games will be on ESPN plus. And so you should be able to watch them if you have that subscription. So check out the lady tops. Yeah, definitely support them. Um, if you're in the area, go down there and, and uh, you know, go watch the game. Like like I was talking about earlier, you can get the, the uh, tickets through the Tennessee Athletics. $5 per match. I mean, that's amazing. And oh, yeah. you go support the tops. Knoxville is not really that far away. You know, you could have a mini vacation. Go down Friday afternoon, you know, take off early from work because it's Dollywood December. Who something. Yeah, Dollywood, whatever. <laughs> There's a couple museums down there, or aquariums and crap. Um, so you go down there and look at some fish afterward, and There's whatever. A zoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever, bro. Just yeah. go. We'll have Man, some fun that, with the fish, that really, if somebody was on the fence, you got them. That was hey, I, you know, solid. I'm a really good person. What can I say? <laughs> um. So. Oh my gosh. All right, so women's basketball. I know this yeah. is always your jam, so yeah. I will let you take it away. Yeah, so um, sure, I don't know when the last time we talked about it was, but when, when's the last time we see? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I think we, we talked, talked about okay, women's basketball. Um, All right, so when we, were, when we were broadcasting, Vanderbilt was uh, – we were playing Vanderbilt like while we were on the air um, yes. at the end of the podcast, and – Western did end up losing to Vanderbilt 74-77. to So they only lost by three. They were utterly dominated on the boards and still found a way to hang in um, at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt at the time was undefeated. I think they may have lost one or two, but still a 
solid Vanderbilt team that um, probably should be at least an NIT team, if not uh, an NCAA tournament team. Um, so they're much improved. They haven't been great the last few years, but they're much better. Um, WKU went to Miami of Ohio, looked like utter crap in the first half. I mean, I think they scored like 12 points or something. I mean, it was God awful. It was like one of the worst games you could possibly imagine. Western scored five in the first quarter, seven in the second. They were down 20 to 12. They outscored Miami of Ohio 39 to 11 in the third quarter. Keep in mind that's 10 minutes. They scored 39 in 10 minutes. Um, outscored wow. 28 in that quarter. And then they went even with them 12 to 12 in the fourth. So they utterly dominated Miami of Ohio basically in the third quarter. And uh, everything else was pretty even. But Miami of Ohio is not a very good team. Western turned it on when they needed to and um, got it done. And then uh, they played Bucknell um, at Diddle. This was um, this was a game that they pretty much controlled the whole time. Um, and Bucknell is okay, but not um, not elite. And I, I was I was okay with that performance. Um, I think it revealed that Western still needs to work on developing a bench a little bit. Um, when the starters go out, they definitely struggle. Um, and then WKU went down to the Gulf Coast showcase and had a decent performance against Kansas State. Kansas State is ranked, and um, I believe they may have won the Gulf Coast. Well, actually, I think Iowa may have, but I believe they made the championship game um, of the Gulf Coast Showcase, and uh, Western lost by uh, 16 to them. So it was respectable. It wasn't like they got blown out, and they held their own, and they fought. You know, when you get down against a better team, you look to see, does this team have some fight? Do they have some grit? They showed something that, you know, hey, we can hang around and and possibly be in a few of these games. Um and they played Vermont, which was a pretty impressive performance, um, 62 to 50. They pretty well controlled that game for the most part. And Vermont is a pretty decent mid-major type of team. Um, they have a um, – looks like they're going to be be pretty decent. Their record isn't incredible, but they've played a tough schedule um, and uh, looks like a decent team. And then the mystery, I guess, Purdue-Fort Wayne – um, WKU is looking great, sitting at six and two on the season, and then they play the final game against Purdue Fort Wayne, and they lose by double digits, and uh, really looked uh, inferior to IPFW the whole time. And so I don't know where that where we stand with that one, but overall WKU is at six and three. I think if anyone was trying to figure out how this team would look. Um, I think if you said we'll be six and three after playing a pretty tough schedule, um, I think you'd have to be okay with that. Um, and I'm excited about this late topper team. I think they're um, better than expected. I think they have um, a better chemistry than I thought they would have uh, losing some, some players from previous years. And uh, they, they still have some, some tough tests here. They play Oregon state uh, in Oregon. December 2nd, um, which is Saturday. And then they play Ball State here in a little bit 
in Diddle, Abilene Christian, and then they get Nevada, and then Missouri State. And then West Virginia State's going to be a barn burner. And then we get into Conference USA play. So they've had a tough test. And so far they're sitting at 6-3 and three ultimately. And they haven't had any really bad losses. The IPFW loss is the last one. That's the only questionable one. But IPFW may be a little better than we think they are. So Lady Tops, um, one thing I want to say about them real quick is – they have some size for the first time in, I, I think it's 15 years um, that they've had this size on their team that can actually do something. Um, they've had a few girls that were, that, like Jasmine Johnson was one that was 6'4", and there were a couple people that were 6'3", maybe 6'4", but they didn't really do anything, and they were minor role players. And nothing against... Jasmine, I thought she was great, and some of these other ones. But um, we actually have like a, a rotation of centers that are all six three or taller, and it's nice to see some size. And Caitlin Staley's a, a freshman that um, she came in her first game and had six blocks. You know, we talked about wow. that. Yeah, we talked about that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, she's really impressive if she can stay out of foul trouble which is her biggest issue. I mean, she just kind of runs people over right now. <laughs> it's kind of no. like, oh, yeah, here we go. She's in the post, and she is directly going straight into that person's chest. This is going to be a charge. And his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> unexpected. Oh, my, my daughter's waving at me. Um, this, the worst part about this is... is I love I, you, too. I have no control. I don't know which ones are which, because I forgot to name the soundboard button. So, like, Freaking that was... amateur hour. Yep. God, you're like the, the cobbled-together DJ that has no idea what all the buttons do. Well, <laughs> Push and grab. Them. So, it's like all these letters and numbers. So, I literally just took a guess there and was like, yeah, let's see what it is. Yeah, sure. I mean, it worked. That's not too bad. Yeah, that could be when we're talking about a loss. Right now. That could be for football. Turn it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't very good. But then we can get it back into emotional damage. Yep, that one comes right back at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole end of the season for me was definitely um... not the cap. All these buttons right. going at once. So yeah, well, I have to, I forgot to pause it. That's why I was like, "Why is it still playing?" Um, so anyway, <laughs> get a hold of yourself, bro. What are you doing? Just you, you finally fixed the uh, hurry about them tops at the end of the the advertisement, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you got this crap. What the heck, man? I know, right? I know, right? Um, so anyway, lady tops. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I would tell I mean, people. Support the Lady Tops a little bit. Like nobody's been going to Lady Topper games, and I understand they haven't been the elite program of the 1980s and 90s. But they actually have a decent team that could actually do something this year, and I'm excited. I think they'll I think they'll be all right. Well, and I mean, it's kind of like well, I mean, Western. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get my notes pulled up here because I do have some. Um, 
Western, I mean, like you said, Western did, you know, these girls are playing really well. Um, they've beaten some teams. They've lost to other teams. Um, they lost by, like you said, they lost by three to Vanderbilt, but, and they've lost to Kansas state and Purdue Fort Wayne, which that's a whatever. Um, but you know, like some of these others, like these girls are doing good, like you said. Um, so we just need to, you know, just kind of step in and support them. And I mean, they can only get better from here. The more support they get, it's kind of, it's a, it's a snowball effect, you know, fans start going to games, girls start doing better. You know, and then girls start doing better, get more fans to games. And then you get more fans to games, they start doing better again. So you can, we can feed into this and, you know, Lady Tops can do really, really well. Um, I I don't know, you know, what extent that is going to be because it's very early in the season and I don't want to make a, an estimate. Um, but you know, the girls could do really well. Um, but we'll just have to see, I don't know. Um, let's see. Well, Lady Santa. Tops are going to be playing again on Saturday, uh, December 2nd against Oregon state. Yeah. And this Oregon. is in Oregon. Um, so I don't if you care, it. you'll be in Corvallis on Saturday. <laughs> if you're a real fan, you will go yeah. to the game. Yeah. You attend the real fan games. If you are a lady topper fan. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there was a um, self-appointed Western idiot who um, said that if you if you're not you're not a fan if you don't go, do I? Self-appointed idiot. That's his official title. That's his that's his official title. I think everybody voted on the idiot part, but he was self-appointed. Just stick to chicken goofball. so the the uh, the game is going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern time, so that's 8 p.m. Central, um, and it's at, it's in Oregon. I I don't see any televising, so I don't know if it's going to be on ESPN or if it will be on, you know, or I don't know what it's going to be on. But uh, right now, Oregon State is undefeated; they're five and zero. Western is six and three, and we're two and one in conference play so far. So. Um, you know, support the tops, you know, if you can't go shout it out on social media, Hey, I'm watching y'all. You're doing good. Keep it up ladies, you know, whatever. And they'll see the support after the game. They'll see the support before the so game. so insincere, Devin. <laughs> hey, I really ladies, have no shout out to you. Well, I'm just, I, I was, support you. <laughs> that was my Stephen Hawking voice. So, uh, <laughs> oh, God. you mean so much to me. We Lady Toppers, it. you are the best players in the world. <laughs> so, uh, and then, of course, Lady Tops are going to be playing uh, Ball State on the 10th, which we'll talk about that next week. We'll be back next week for that. Um, the, the 10th sure. is a Sunday, so we should have plenty of time. Um, and then we got Abilene Christian on the 18th. So this this will be a uh, this will be uh, a fun. Uh, non-con coming in, like you said, we got Missouri State and West Virginia State. Yeah. Do they bring their own stuff with them? Do they bring their own moonshine when they come over? I hope so. I'd like to take a sip after this long. <laughs> First off, season. no, you do not. No, 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 no. No, you don't do that. Nope. Okay. Yep, you don't drink that stuff because it will put hair on your chest. 
lots and lots of hair, and it will burn all the way down till it hits the bottom. Okay. I just have experiences with it, and they're not good experiences, so I'll just leave that there. Okay. Well, thank you for your input. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your vote of encouragement. Uh, So as we're recording, um, our normal um, time-ish, we would be uh, right before the Western playing Campbellsville exhibition slash game. Um, But we're recording a little earlier so we can watch this game and have some notes on it for next week. Um, because Matt, we're true fans, right? Demonstrate. Of course, of course. Right. Um, so what are your thoughts uh, up to this game? And then we'll talk about the game coming up. How about that? Well, okay. So last we spoke, we were just coming off of Murray State. Western had just beaten Murray State. We were kind of on the Steve Lutz high of like oh my gosh we just beat murray for the first time in 40 years at murray which was an incredible win and um it doesn't sound as fun though i'm sorry yeah i mean you know it's murray right we should just beat them but apparently it's quite difficult to play at murray uh maybe because of the home cooking but anyway um which by the way that officiating was terrible Um, yep cheaters yep um so we played Last we spoke, we played Kentucky State, obviously at Western. I saw the last 15 minutes of game action there. That was a saga, by the way, if you want to hear it. I probably don't need to take the whole time to explain it. But it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, we had, like, the, the credit card machines at Fresh weren't working. So... <laughs> right? So none of us had cash. So we go down to the ATMs. Well, my card had a, a fraud alert on it, so it wasn't working. The <laughs> pin thing wasn't working. Oh my my mom and dad only had their like um, their rewards credit cards. They didn't have debit cards on them. Oh, my gosh. So we ended up having to get my friend who's in college, uh, whatever, he's, uh, he's in college, and uh, he's an older guy. Not older guy. He's not like 65 or something, but he's in his 30s. He's 64. Okay. Okay, right. He he is <laughs> he retired and went back to school. Um but anyway, he we had to bum dinner off of him and then zelled him money back. But anyway, um it took like 45 minutes to figure this out at fresh and that's why I was so late to the game. Um but anyway, they played Kentucky State and it was uh really it kind of describes the last few games that Westerns played, it was just kind of lackluster. I mean, um, you know, obviously we had the high of, of Lutz and, oh, my gosh, we can play defense. We look awesome. We're going to kill everybody. Um, and then Kentucky State just looked like we just kind of showed up and Lutz kind of said basically, yeah, if we played anybody in Conference USA, we'd probably lose. <laughs> um, I mean, at least he's honest about it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. And he was kind of like, you know, one thing that I love about him is he's like, you know what? That's on me. I didn't have our players ready to go. And that's something that you didn't really hear from Stansbury. He's like, you got to step up and make shots. And that's about it. Um, and and he would say, well, we're better than Kentucky State or whatever team, and we should win. And um, Anyway, so I like what I hear from Come on, Tavion. What the hell's wrong with Tavion? you? Tavion! Um, anyway. 
So then we go from Kentucky State. It wasn't very impressive, but it's kind of like, okay, it's not time to panic. It's not that big of a deal. Well, no. I mean, you still beat them by 20, so yeah. Right, and and you took care of business. It wasn't even close. It never got close, whatever. uh, Well, it was close in the first half, actually. They were making some shots and stuff. But anyway, um, you win by 20 and we move on. Um, Then we go to the Northern Classic, which was in Laval, Quebec, um, Canada. And we played Bowling Green State. And, you know, there's no TV, so it's kind of hard to know really what they did. But from reports uh, and just looking at statistics and stuff, WKU is now officially really struggling to, to shoot. I mean, obviously, uh, against Murray, we snapped the – was it Murray that we snapped the three-point game three point streak? No, it was Wichita State. It was the one – yeah, I was going to say, I knew it was the yeah. one before. Yeah, my bad. So, anyway, we already, we already snapped the uh, three-point shooting streak, and then they have just been really rough in basically that one category, and it's kept us from being elite, especially in the second half. Bowling Green, um, you know, each one of these games we had leads and decent leads in. And Bowling Green, we ended up winning by seven. And it's a nice win and everything. But there's something, you know, they've kind of hit that early season funk. Like right after that initial getting out of the gate, they look great. Now it's kind of coming back to earth and you're kind of seeing what this team probably really should be expected to do. Um, and so Bowling Green, they, they won 72-65 on Friday the 24th. Canisius, they played the next night, which everybody was freaking out because they had never heard of Canisius. But, I mean, it's a school that's been D1 basketball mid-major for years. And um, anyway, they're just not uh, – they ain't from around here, so nobody knows them. But uh, – I mean, Western was up and ended up kind of melting down and, and lost by eight, um, 77 to 85. And then UNC Asheville um, was really not very pretty. Western was up seven at halftime, ended up losing by 10. Uh, I believe, I'm pretty sure that it expanded out to more than that. And uh, just not a pretty way to end that Canadian tournament. Um, and so... We don't like Canada in this podcast. <laughs> um, so um, anyway, it, it's kind of hard to know what to feel about um, the basketball team at this point. They're fine. Um, I think people need to have realistic expectations um, and understand that this is what you thought it would be at the beginning of the year, and it's just come back to be what it is. Um, you know, instead of starting and you're thinking, oh, we're going to sweep through Quebec or whatever, and, you know, we're going to be 6-1 and one and we're going to look great doing it. We didn't, and we lost two games. Um, but now it's time to move on. We've got Campbellsville tonight. Um, and then we get Eastern. Hey! Yep. Okay. Stop talking. Sorry. Okay. I was trying to go back and edit some stuff, and I guess I hit it something. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how about them tops? Um so, <laughs> we play Eastern after Campbellsville, and then we get Buffalo, Wright State, Austin P, Cal Baptist, Abilene Christian, and then we start conference play. So, I mean, the tops are um, in a position that each of one of these remaining 
uh, non-conference games besides Campbellsville are D1 opponents that are similar level-ish to WKU, varying levels. Um, but, I mean, WKU hopefully gets their, their act together. And, you know, I hope that we win a majority of the rest of these and, and look into conference USA play feeling good. I think people seem to be patient. I think everybody kind of came in like, if we can get, you know, above 500, we'll be okay in year one with Lutz. I think surely we're on pace to do that or more. Um, and honestly, if they pull it together a little bit and hit some shots at all, um, figure out how to shoot from outside, um, there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, I think so too. Um, I'm, of course, everybody, what kills me is, is you have two types of fans. You have the fans who sit back and they don't get excited and they don't get upset. But if you get excited or upset, they start freaking out at you. Um, so I am on the train of, okay, we're doing good. Let's keep it up. Um, but if something doesn't go our way, I understand. It's Coach Lutz's first year. You know, we're, he's trying to implement a new system. I get it. I'm not really upset. But at the same point, I think if you are that fan who just wants to complain about other fans complaining, then you need to just chill. And I think the fans who are complaining need to just calm down and realize that this is his first year and accept that we're in a rebuilding year. I mean, you cannot, ex you cannot expect too much out of a first year coach to come in and win the conference and go to the elite eight and then NCAA tournament and do all this crazy stuff. Like that's, that's not going to happen. So just chill out. Let's everybody just relax. Um, right. I think we could do, I think we possibly could do really well. Um, like you said, um, but I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to be calm. I'm going to watch this out and we'll see how it ends up. You know, by the time we hit, you know, Liberty in January, I'm expecting a winning season. That's, I don't think that's a ridiculous. Yeah. I don't well, think that's a ridiculous. How, there's no like, you know, Kentucky, Louisville, uh, well, hot Louisville, actually, we should have on the schedule. Um, but I, I mean, one of those them, like yeah. blue blood, you don't have North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, no. Arizona all in a row, you know? No, There's this no isn't game Texas like that Southern. on this schedule. So expecting a winning season is completely reasonable. I mean, at least 500. I right. mean, if I, we're. I mean, my, my... Go ahead, man. No, no, you're good. I was going to, I was just going to say, if we are not. Um in the top five of the conference by tournament time, I, I would be a little concerned. Um, I don't, if, if we get derailed and we're in the bottom half, I might be a little concerned mm -hmm. because I would think that his system would be able to be implemented by that point. Right. I mean, like, I feel like we should know what we're doing. Um, what I am concerned about is that Murray is the Houston Christian to basketball. Do you get my analogy? Houston Christian to basketball. Yes. Yeah, so um, in football, like the peak. So that, yes. Yeah, so in football, okay. well, yeah. So in football this season, uh, we played South Florida. We won 41 24. 
we played Houston Christian. It was 52-22. And I think everybody was like, yeah, Conference USA Championship, baby. You new kids ain't got a chance. We're going to thump you. And then it just went to shit. And I'm sorry for the language, but that's what had happened. Poopy. It was it was bad. Um, and now we're sitting fourth in Conference USA. Um, and, I mean, we're bowl eligible. So there's that. Um, yeah. But that's going into football I mean, here in just a second. Yeah, but, just, I mean, it's just transition. I mean, the, might as you well. know. Yeah. I mean, you know, go basketball. We'll see what happens. My thought, just to wrap up what you what I was going to say there, if we get close to 20, like if it's 18, 19, 20 wins or anything above that in basketball, like I'm good for this year. It's okay. You you revamped the roster. You kept a few players. You lost Davion McKnight. Like there's a lot of reasons that this um, thing could go wrong. And if he does anything to the tune of winning season, 20 wins or more, you got to be thrilled, and if he does anything close to go to the NCAA tournament, you have to feel like, okay, this this might be the guy. This is gonna, this guy's going to get us there within the next few years. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was going to say. So one more thing, and then we'll wrap it up. Do yeah. you crank up your expectation next year for basketball? Yes, I I think uh, yeah. I mean, I think you you have to expect WKU to be right back in the thick of the conference, especially because it's been at least somewhat gutted. I think like, honestly, you Liberty is a legit program that um, frankly looks like, um, I mean, they may, I can't remember if they're, they're getting votes in the polls right now in basketball. Um, And it's rigged. Sorry. Yeah, they are. It's a, yeah, that's it. But a quality program, um, you know, Jacksonville State's really struggling with Ray Harper. I honestly wish that he would be doing a little better, but um, you know, it is what it is with him. Um, Sam Houston quality program. New Mexico State's rebuilding right now. UTEP has been uh, stagnant, but maybe improving in the right direction. FIU, you never know, but they're, I really like their coach. You're bringing in Kennesaw State next year. You've got Middle, who honestly seems to be stagnating. Um, so you should be uh, – La Tech is uh, probably rebuilding. Um, so, yeah, you add in Kennesaw State next year, who is a solid program, by the way. Um, they've been competing really competitively in the, uh, the A-Sun, I believe. And um, they were they were rivals with Liberty. It was them or Liberty basically every year the last few years. Yeah. So um, anyway, so... to answer your question, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you got to expect that Western's going to be right there, and they bet if they don't win it, it better be like they Close. were right there, and um, you know they were just better teams. Yes, I agree. Um, so football, let's slide over here into football. Yes. Um, so it's 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 been a it's been a rough ride. Um, that's the best way to put it. Um, we've you know we've come a long way with football, and the season. I mean the season's over. Um, and uh, just to kind of recap the season, um, you the know we lost to Ohio State. I mean, Do what? Regular season's over, right? We've 
Yes. I mean, we, bowl game. we have a bowl game we can go to, um, <laughs> you know, in conference wise, we beat MTSU, La Tech, uh, UTEP, Sam Houston and FIU losing to New Mexico state, Liberty, Jacksonville state. Uh, and, and yeah, that's it. Um, I was, for whatever reason, I was fixing to say Troy, but I'm like, they're not in our conference. That's right. But I can't stand Troy. God, I hate those guys. Anyway, freaking Troy. Ugh, can't stand them. I haven't stand it. I can, I have not liked that team in over 20 years, but anyway, since we played them when I was at Western, but anyway, they're just, they're just a bunch of cocky dudes who shouldn't be cocky. They lit the, your campus is in the middle of a trailer park. Chill out. Anyway, sorry. They're still pissed funny, that game. By the way, I thought their fans were hilarious. Do I? Their, their fans were pretty funny. Yeah, I, thought I mean, they, at least, I'm pretty at sure least that they was the game that they uh, they did the uh, "We Salute You." You know those old commercials like the yes the the uh, "We Salute really You" to payware or whatever. Yeah, well, they yeah. did that to me, um, and they said, "We salute you, towel boy." <laughs> <laughs> For thinking that you make a damn difference. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, joke's on you. I just want a marker. Yeah, and then uh, Coach (laughs) Wells. I remember Coach Wells, too. This was funny. Uh, You know, I I was taking care of the marker, too, right? Where Coach Wells, um, he's talking to the O-line, and he's like, quit effing paying attention to them. They're a bunch of bleeps, you know, whatever, you know. And they're like, oh, la, 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 whatever. And they like start screaming and whatever. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I said they're a bunch of bleeps. <laughs> and <laughs> everybody started laughing and stuff. And uh, and he looks straight at him. He's like, yeah, you know, whatever. And uh, and then he just went back to work. But uh, old Coach Wells, man, it was. God, he was Coach Wells is the best. <laughs> he really was. Um, but their fans were awesome anyway. Yes. Well, That's I mean, even. Talking about Coach Wells, he was so funny. Um, I always liked it when, like, the chaplain would come to practice. Uh, do you remember those days? Like, if he chaplain. knew the chaplain was there. Coach <laughs> Wells is a very loud, um, uh, very um, limited vocabulary. It usually consisted of four-letter words. Uh, <laughs> coach. But whenever the ch- – he, if he knew the chaplain was there – uh, the team chaplain, he would just be like, Dad, gum it! Gosh darn it! <laughs> and you'd just be like, you know, he'd be like, Fudge! And you'd be like, What is this PG movie crap we're living in right now? And then, well, like, Wells I, is not scary without his wordy dirds. <laughs> no, well, I mean, even like, just like, it was just funny because, like, it took me like a couple practices before I figured out. Oh, the chaplain's here. He doesn't want to cuss in front of the chaplain. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, speaking of Coach Wells, were you there for the the fight fight? I think so. Between uh, him and Coach Mathis. Mathis. Yes. Wasn't that like, was that in Elson's year? That was Elson. That was Elson. Were you the there for that? Year? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember what, which one specifically. Okay. I just remember it was weird. It was a summer practice. Um, and it was weird just because the way they did it. Um, because like those two had been mouthing back and forth. And it was like, you know, it, the first time, first couple times you're like, what are they doing? Why are they yelling at each other? 
you know, and Mathis, you know, would be like, Hey, tell your guys to quit freaking holding. And, uh, with other words, but, um, right. And, and Wells would be like, won't you just mind your business and worry about your own guys. And then, you know, it would be back and forth, back and forth. And then, uh, they were, they were doing an offensive drill, red zone, offensive drill. And they just kept mouthing and mouthing. And one of them said, are you going to do something about it? And they started running at each other. <laughs> and you remember, you remember coach Mathis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach Eric Mathis, I don't. He's coaching somewhere right now, but I don't remember where. But he was, um, yeah. he was over six foot, over three hundred pounds, the biggest guy I had ever seen in my entire life to that point. Um, and then of course, of course, Coach Wells, he's over, he's like six one, six two ish. Um, and I think at that time he weighed maybe like what two forty ish, like so he's not like a not a big guy, but he was still good yeah, shape. He's not muscular. tiny either. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, he was good shape, muscular guy. Um, and they're running at each other and they're hitting like ribs. They're not hitting in the face or nothing. And if I remember right, like, I don't remember who, but somebody like grabbed, I think Wells shorts and like, so his boxers were hanging out or something. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's one of those where you're and the, like the O-line went and grabbed Wells and, you know, the D-line's jumping in, trying to grab Mathis off of them. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? Uh, and of course then, you know, Elson's like, circle up, everybody's doing up downs. This is bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, you're like, why are they doing up downs? The coaches were fighting. What the and um <laughs> and then of course, like then he blows the whistle and he's like, gotcha. And we're all like, Yeah, okay. Yep, you got uh, it. Okay. Good job. Good job. Uh, but we're going back to football season after that <laughs> detour. Um, you know. In my opinion, I, I there was there was it was a lot of disappointments this year. Um, mm-hmm. But I think expectations were high with uh, Austin Reed returning. We had Malachi Corley returning. Um, we had a carousel of running backs uh, returning. And I mean, is it the guy's fault? No, not a hundred percent. It's not Helton's fault a hundred percent. You know, it's not injuries a hundred percent. But I think all three share partial blame. Mm-hmm. Um, I fair. believe, you know, I believe 33% goes to each one. Um, you know, there were games where the defense didn't perform as well. There was games where the offense didn't perform as well. Um, there were games where specifically certain people didn't perform well. Um, and there were games mm-hmm. where coaches did not coach well. Now that happens. You have got to adjust. You've got to make the proper adjustments, you've got to be able to handle things. You know, you have to make the halftime adjustments. You have to do things on the fly sometimes. And I think that was, I don't know if that's what we were lacking. I don't know if it was, we've got so many grad transfers or not grad transfers, but transfers in general. Um, You know, there's a lot of factors that played into this season that I just don't understand um, what played into it. Um, With that said, I would not be surprised, and from what I've heard from sources, that a Helton is going to go to um, Houston. I'm not going to say it's going to be Tyson Helton, but it could be definitely be Clay Helton. And I've heard from sources that that's been in play for most of this season. That that before the season started, there one of the Heltons knew what was going to happen. Um, hmm. With that said, now... Interesting. Indiana job has opened up as well. It would not surprise me 
if Coach Helton ended up in Indiana. Is that a good job? No. It is in a very bad conference for Indiana. Indiana is the bottom feeder. And I will say that again loudly. Indiana is a bottom feeder. But anyway, I don't like Indiana either. So anyway, um, they don't have anything. Well, I mean, they don't really have anything spectacular. Um, I think they've got a little more clout than Purdue where Brom went. But I would not expect Coach Helton to last you know, several seasons at Indiana. With that said, the Indiana name could carry enough clout that he could do pretty well with recruiting. Um, I don't know. Um, if I am not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, we are down a quarterback and a wide receiver for the bowl game. Is that, uh, is that public knowledge? Are we? Or, I don't know. I thought I saw that earlier. Uh, was that in our chat or something? I thought so. No, I don't know. Um, I thought that was true, but let's see here. God, he kills me. Um, I hadn't seen, I, dude, I've been busy today. I've been, okay. I do have some, I do have some breaking news. Tom Ellard is entering the transfer portal on December 4th. So Tom Ellard will not be at the bowl game. If we make a bowl game, which I imagine we will. Well, some There's of these guys are deep. playing. Like, uh, I know, like, Caden, is it Caden Veltkamp or whatever his name is? Um, Veltkamp, the quarterback, um, backup quarterback. Like, he's, um, he'll still be at the bowl game. Um, he's just entering the transfer portal. Um, so, anyway, some of these guys will be playing. I, I hadn't looked through those messages. If you got something, Say it. Um, I, well, I we do have, and I may be wrong on this. Um, Desmond, who is Desmond? Is D lineman or not? Uh, often, what number is he? Desmond. Number ten. Who is number ten? Desmond Baker. Yes. Okay. Desmond Baker is entering the transfer portal. Okay. Yeah, that's sorry. Thing. I'm going off Twitter handles, and I I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, well, you don't know anything right now until they commit somewhere. Um, and that's so, true. That's true. Because like, we had we had tons of guys in the portal last year, and they all came back. <laughs> a bunch of them did. So, I mean, it's just going to probably be the style of how things go because they've got to go shopping to see. I mean, if they can get an offer they can't refuse, like, why would they not go somewhere, start, and make a bunch of money? And go to the NFL. Like, of course, that that can make sense for some of them. Some of them are probably going to go somewhere that they're going to screw themselves. Um, and, but I would hope it's a small percentage, right? I mean, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't want them to put themselves in a bad situation. But unfortunately, decisions get made, and sometimes they're not good ones. Um, yes. So, and, and and that's that's the only thing I want to preach on at this point in the season is. Just like Dennis was telling us a few weeks back when we had our interview with him, when or, or was that was that Dennis? Yeah, it was Dennis that they that uh, Alabama called and wanted him to go to Alabama, mm-hmm. um, but they told him he would be number two. At, uh, he would be a number two. Yeah, at best he'd be the he would be a backup, and he laughed at it because. But the sad thing is, is there are players out there who are like Alabama wants me to come down there. Okay, and then. They're like, oh, wait, he said I was going to be a number two. Oh, shit, I signed the paperwork. 
Well, um, what's worse is like they won't tell you, hey, you're going to be a backup. They'll be like, we think yes. you can compete for a spot. Yes. We think you have a chance. And you just got to get in and work hard and get after it, and, and you never know. Yeah. And then they go sign and, up. Yeah. And they're, they barely travel. Yeah. And I mean, which is not going to help. You know, if you're hoping to go to the NFL, you know, depending on like where you play and your amount of injuries, which is another factor that plays into college athletics. Um, you know, depending on injuries and how much you play, that's going to factor into your college experience. And I'm hoping, you know, I, I would love to have a kid listen to this part of the podcast just for this. You know, if the coach, you know, I'm not saying the coach is going to guarantee you minutes, but as long as they're not saying you're going to be a number two at best, you know, God, don't go there, dude. You know, if you're playing at Western, you're getting playing time. People can see you play. That's what you want. You know, you do not want to go to an Alabama or a Texas or Oklahoma or any of those big schools and just sit on the bench. You know, you want to get in the game. So do that. Um, you know, play well, somewhere where you get minutes. What? other thing, too, man, is like a lot of guys are productive, but they're small. And yes. so like Upton Stout will be one that I, I immediately saw him announcing that he's going to transfer. And I'm like, okay, he's undersized. He yeah. already got picked on some by some teams that had some good matchups on him with some bigger receivers. Yeah. He, if he goes and plays in the SEC or the Big Ten or, you know, fill in the blank, and he faces those huge guys all the time, he is probably not going to be – I mean, he's a good player and everything, but when you don't have yeah. the size, it's difficult for you to compete on that level. But he could sit at Western another year, be a standout player, and have a chance at the NFL, and he'll be viewed as an undersized but awesome prospect. If he goes somewhere else, he probably is going to get washed away in that roster unless they just have no cornerbacks that can, that can fill out the roster. Then he might exactly. have a chance. Otherwise... He's either going to go to a lower level and play about the same that he does at Western, and he's going to be a superstar and probably never get drafted or yeah. even invited to a camp, or he's going to go up a level um, and he's he's not going to see the field. So I think yeah. I don't see why someone like him will go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I'm hoping, and, and obviously I'm, I'm assuming you are too, that players like Stout stay. Um, I would hope that he would stay with Western um, and take the next year to continue playing and getting that experience and, you know, maybe getting some muscle built or whatever. Um, but you've, you know, you're getting playing time here. So stick with it. You know, as long as you're getting playing time, that's fine. And I honestly think that a lot of these guys throw their names in the portal just to see who bites. You know, I, I think they want to see who is going to bite and what offers they'll get. Um, mm -hmm. You know, honestly, I would like to see this year how, you know, Davion's doing. I want to see how McKnight's doing. Um, what did he end up? Xavier. 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 I, I was thinking that for whatever he's reason, I was like, okay. Uh, he's, okay. He's, I think he's starting. Um, I've seen him scoring some double digits, but I don't. I haven't seen something where it's like McKnight leads the team with thirty-five points or anything. So. Yeah, and you know, like a, like we said last year, the last episode, you know, we wish him all the best, and there's no ill will against him for leaving. Um, but I want him to have success. 
you know, I enjoy, you know, the Charles Bassies in the, in the NBA, you know, I enjoy the Bailey Zappies in the NFL. Um, those success stories to me attribute to, you know, their, their talent first off, but also their time at Western because it's giving Western free publicity kind of like we are, but you know, they obviously have a bigger, uh, platform to do that. You know, Bailey Zappi, Western Kentucky university, you know, you're like, Oh, cool. Um, whereas, um, you know, if you go somewhere else and we've, you know, we've, we've got the stories of players who have transferred, who have not done anything. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I feel sorry for them. That's my first emotion. That's uh, it's not spite or anything like that. I want to make that clear, but I, I am, I'm frustrated for them and I am, and, and it's, it's not pity, but I, I, it's disappointment Um, because I do want success for these guys. I don't want them to come in and to, you know, not get any playing time playing for Florida. I'm, I'm just throwing that name out there. I'm not th- saying any players in particular. I'm not picking on anybody in particular. Um, but, you know, if you're not getting playing time, then you're wasting your time. You know? Um, so, and honestly, I think the NCAA is, is messing up by not allowing some of these players to transfer. Um whether these kids are recruited by Alabama straight out of high school and then they don't play, let them transfer. They come, then they trickle down to mid majors. And then, you know, maybe some of the mid major players transfer up or down, um, you know, and so be it. Uh, you know, if coaches can transfer so quickly, I don't see why players can't, but that's, that's just true. my thoughts on that. Um, football, I'm assuming we'll get a bowl game. The selection show is this coming Sunday. Am I wrong here? Do you have any uh, idea? I believe so. Yeah. Maybe I had to pay Let attention to what the selection show is, but um, yeah, the, they'll announce uh, this weekend and we will be going um, unless there's some kind of like Crazy academic thing. and eligibility type thing. I mean, th- there aren't enough bowl eligible teams. So like teams like uh, James Madison, Jacksonville state that would only conditionally get in um, they're in. Um, and then there may be a few five and seven teams that get to play as well. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Just real in. quick, just real quick before we end the show, um, I'm going to work. I've, I've pulled up uh, Sports Illustrated um, and I'm looking at real quick to see where Western could potentially go bowl wise. Okay. This isn't going to show it. This is just showing who's eligible. Okay. Never mind. I've seen the Bahamas Bowl, um, you know, the Cure Bowl. Um, there's the there's something in Birmingham. Um, you know, there there's a few places that we could possibly go. Um, uh, That's a negative on that one. Um, but anyway, so what do you? Another one. So where would you like to go? I think Myrtle Beach would be pretty cool. Um, that's different somewhere we haven't been. It's fairly close. Um, you know, it's a destination people would probably want to go to. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think that's maybe the the ideal s- spot of the choices that I know of. Um, Charlotte is different um, and fairly close. Um, 
So, I mean, I, I, in my opinion, I would prefer that it's somewhere close enough that people can travel. I think, like, you go to the New Mexico Bowl. Who who the heck is going to be able to go do that and want to go to freaking New Mexico? Real fans. Yeah. yeah, real fans, true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but for us fair weather fans um, <laughs> that have families yeah, uh, and personalities, um, we, <laughs> we, we may have other things that we may need to do like Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Yo, anyway, you know, I mean, I hope it's, well, I mean, fun. honestly, like, you know, real fans don't have families or lives or anything outside of that. So that's fine. Whatever. Right. Um, but it's anyway, Western 24, yeah, all Western hundred percent all the time. Um, anyway, uh, so check back next week. We will be talking uh, Western sports. Hopefully we'll be talking, um, you know, maybe some bowl games talk. We'll talk some more basketball, volleyball. Um, we will have some updates on volleyball, and hopefully they'll be continuing in the if the uh, NCAA yeah. tournament. Let's make it a freaking volleyball episode, ladies. Like go yes, freaking please. sweep through Knoxville, and let's talk all volleyball Sweet 16. I'd love to do that. So the first two rounds is going to be November 30th through December 2nd. Uh, the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 will be November 8th through the 9th. And then the semifinals will be December 14th through the 17th. And then that one will be played in Tampa. So uh, Tampa, Florida. So uh, hopefully, you know, I'd love to be, if they made it to that week, by God, we would have just a volleyball show. I would talk about them for one hour. Heck yeah. I would be 100% fine with that. Um, you know, that would be December 13th. So we would the, and December 14th. So, you know, ladies, you know, if you're listening, let that be some motivation. We'll have a volleyball episode if you make it that far. Um, but best of luck to them in their NCAA tournament. Uh, best of luck to football and the bowl game coming up. Uh, hopefully we'll be talking about them next week. Uh, yeah. basketball, think, men's basketball, et cetera. I think next week we should, we should dive into how we kind of feel about the season. We didn't really get into that. We got more into recruits and stuff but maybe give give a little summary of how we're feeling and uh okay what the season has meant because i think that's irrelevant people are thinking about that right now like how do we feel about this year yeah and i think, I think you're right topic. so um, but yeah time. yeah i definitely agree um check back next week uh like share and subscribe to the episode we appreciate your support um and as always guys go tops go tops Stop posting about ballers. I'm tired of seeing it. My friends on TikTok. <laughs> Different button. Uh, get it together, Devin. Uh, no, man. This is the fun part. Pushing the button. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll see you around. Have a good one. <laughs>